Summer breeze drifting on by. We're in the in-between world right now. Between the chill, the haze of summer is everywhere. The prospect of what's to come as the world moves towards the autumn dim has begun to creep in. But for now, in this moment, we're here in midsummer, moving through our lives with the speed of passing thunder. Welcome back to the ravine. Explorations in Atonal Fish. This is episode 14. This is our second of three episodes focusing on the majesty of Fish Summer Tour. In this extended episode, we focus on July Fish, Europe Jaunts, Midsummer Fests, and the humid peaks of amphitheaters throughout fish history. July may very well be the most populated month of fish shows throughout the year, and we showcase the brilliance created throughout this deep dive into July. We began on the 1st of July 2011 at the Super Bowl Festival in Watkins Glen, New York, with the extended ambient breeze from Simple, which showcased the growing patience exhibited by fish throughout the latter part of 2011. From there, we jump back a dozen years to Burkittstown, 1999, the 21st of July, for a wild ride off of my left toe, which emerged from a simple within an extended Mike's groove. Perhaps the best version of the track ever played, it saw the band push the sicket disc track further than it had been before. Hopping over to Europe, we heard the jam segment from You Enjoy Myself from July 2nd, 1998 in Copenhagen. A synchronistic jam which hears the band align around a groove and ride it to the drum and bass segment. This is a peek into the brilliance of Fish in summer 1998. Fully locked in, amorphous, and experimental within the groove. Jumping back to 3.0. We lingered in the second set of one of the early peaks of 3.0 on July 30th, 2009 at Red Rocks. With the second jam off Ghost. Touching on the themes from Praise You, it's a bubbly and infectious jam which proved to many that the second leg of summer 2009 would be far different from the first. Finally, we close the first segment of the show with an extended take on Runaway Jim from Camden, New Jersey on July 3rd, 2000. Crossing 30 minutes, the jam pushed through a multitude of segments highlighted by an extended rhythmic journey. From here, we're going to continue our journey through July fish history, albeit with a bit more focus on the demented jams and transitional pieces which have dotted many a summer tour. Thanks for tuning in. This is The Ravine.
It might seem questionable to suggest that tourists liked the vacation land for its suburbanness. Aren't tourists supposed to want to escape the suburban and other humdrum settings of their everyday lives? Maybe so. But that does not mean they also leave behind their worldviews, their core values, their ingrained tastes. When the great crowds of mid-century Americans took to the highways and airways on vacation, the preponderance carried with them fundamentally suburban ways of idealizing the outdoors. Suburban dreams conjured up landscapes of open space and picturesque prospects. Landscapes where city elements have vanished and work gave way to play. Landscapes where one could relax, recharge, and find wholesome and healthy outlets for the kids. And all this without too much exertion or incommodity. Post-war vacationers looked to outdoor settings for the same things. To put it another way, the suburban boom and vacation craze sprang from essentially the same environmental vision. If we follow the road from the high country back to the suburbs, and this time pay attention to the built environment, the townscapes along with their recreational surroundings, we can see how vacation spaces borrowed from suburbia and how suburbia borrowed right back so that the vacationer's way of consuming nature and landscape shaded even more into everyday life. Inevitably, tourism rearranged townscapes because tourists needed lots of special establishments, motels, cafes, gas stations, information booths, and shops that sold groceries, equipment, and souvenirs. Such structures proliferated after the war in the high country and across the nation. Clustering, especially along the main roads through town, usually sporting eye-graveling signs, they remade the outward face of many mountain communities. In some places, the changes went far deeper. Consider again Aspen, which sold visitors not just services, but an entire scene. Therefore, efforts to create the right atmosphere touched everything about the townscape, from Main Street to Back Street, from the uses of land to the appearances of buildings, outbuildings, yards, vehicles, and even people. Vacation Land, William Philpot, page 151 to 152. Midsummer is when road trips are made. The heat of the day overwhelms us on the road, seeing the country, visiting family, camping in the wild, and moving to the rhythms of the jams that overtake us. It's no different with fish for midsummers when they dive into the unknown, bobbing and weaving through the river of creativity, seeking moments of inspiration from the road less traveled, eschewing familiar ground. For Montreal, on July 6, 1994, it was Tweezer which launched us into this segment. One of the early moments of brilliance from the jam vehicle in 1994, this sonic landscape previewed the 30-minute-plus jams that we'd hear from the song come November. We jumped ahead to 3.0 for two jams from SPAC, albeit during two very different tours. Up first was the extended jam off MoMA Dance on July 3rd, 2016, which provided a brief bit of creative intrigue in an otherwise dry run. 
This was followed by the wild and splattering creativity of Split Open and Melt from July 6, 2013. One of the early gems of a phenomenal tour, we heard the band poking and prodding in their heads for something, anything to latch on to in the early shows of tour. We hopped back to 2.0 from there for a wall of sound jam off of 7 Below from July 13th, 2003 at The Gorge. One of the most experimental jams of a deeply experimental era, we heard the band reach deep into the recesses of their minds for a jam that would push them and the song in question forward. We moved back in time then to summer 1997. Two jams which showcased the wild Hendrix meets King Crimson style jamming they'd embraced during this tour. From Amsterdam on July 1st, 1997, it was the bizarre jam off his cities which bled into the Phoenix Twist from July 29th, 1997. Somehow the two jams exist in the same month. They showcased the growth of Fish during summer 1997 as they abandoned their egos in favor of a communal sound that would push them forward towards fall's brilliance. Moving back towards melodicism, we concluded this segment with an extended jam off of It's Ice from the notorious July 12th, 1996 show from Amsterdam, which followed by a page and tray duet during the light from July 1st, 2012 at Alpine Valley. Two jams which showcase the ground which can be covered through melodic interplay. They each highlighted a band which remains in constant transition, discovering a plane of existence to rest their weary minds for a bit. For our final segment of the show, we're going to return once again to the blissful planes of contemplative brilliance, which highlights so many of July's best performances. On July 30th, 2017, midway through the Baker's Dozen, it was Drowned which beckoned us into the second set of Jimmy's Night and proved an outlet of experimentation through muted melodies and minimalistic rhythms. Sticking in 3.0, we moved ahead one year to the Gorge for a minimalist take on Cross-Eyed and Painless from July 22nd, 2018. Jumping back four years, it was Wombat from July 18th, 2014 in Chicago, which moved beyond its comical rhythmic grooves into an atmospheric jam and a path forward for the song. Moving back to the 1990s once more, we heard Horn from July 15th, 1998 in Portland, Oregon. The surprise extended ambient jam off the song showcased the band's exploratory intentions for the summer. As Brian Eno met the sweet contemplations of Tom Marshall, we heard the band begin in earnest their journey towards the sonic nothingness of fall 1998. Finally, we close this extended episode with a brilliant jam off of Beneath a Sea of Stars from July 9th, 2019 at Mohegan Sun. In only the second performance of the Ghost of the Forest song, we heard Fish abandon conventional rhythm in place of sonic washes of sound. The result was brilliance and a path forward for the band in their 36th year. I want to thank you once again for keeping your dial set on the ravine. This was episode 14. My name is Brian Brinkman and I hope you've enjoyed yourself. See you in the haze. Till next time.
Thank you.